I suppose we're all familiar and government has a particular focus in the Housing for All strategy about the number of vacant and derelict premises that are in all the towns and villages and also in the rural countryside and many of them have been left vacant for years. Not all of them are derelict but there are a lot that are vacant and there may be many reasons for a property to be left vacant by a family or maybe a deceased person or there could be many different reasons and I suppose this is a drive, uh, one action under the Vacant Homes Action Plan to try and encourage people to either put their property on the market for somebody who's going to buy it as a permanent residence or to have one of their family members who may be looking for a home that they would avail of this grant to do it up rather than just leaving it idle as it is at the present time. Because as you say Carmen, look there can be many valid reasons as to why a property is vacant or derelict but the long and short of it is that just visually in an area it doesn't look good and it's better off being put in use, particularly in the current climate in the country where we need more housing and more accommodation for people. Exactly, Alan, and I suppose we're doing a lot of work under derelict sites at present and even you will see even around the town of Ennis at the moment a number of properties that have been vacant and derelict for years going on the market, so it's trying to encourage owners um, I suppose they have a responsibility not to have their properties derelict but it's I suppose it's a bit of a carrot and stick approach and this is to try and it's particularly focused at the first time um, owner or buyer for their permanent residence. That's the key objective. Okay, um, there's plenty of questions in relation to this indeed. Uh, very helpfully, there's uh, an FAQ frequently asked uh, questions document that people can get in relation to the vacant property refurbishment grant. Um, I did mention in my introduction, Amory, that you know there's up to €50,000 available. That's the upper end of the scale. But you know, can you take us through the funding that's available to those applying under the vacant property refurbishment grant? That's right, Alan. Uh, thank you for having us in this morning. Um, yeah, so there's a vacant property refurbishment grant of up to €30,000 available, I suppose, for the refurbishment of vacant properties, um, which will be used as the principal private residence of the applicants. Um, where the vacant property requires extensive refurbishment works in excess of the 30000 the property may be considered derelict uh, or structurally unsound. There is an additional top-up grant of €20,000 available to them, uh, which brings the uh, maximum amount available under the scheme to the €50,000. So I suppose those that are applying for the grant will be required to indicate on the application form if they're applying for the vacant property grant of €30,000 or if they're looking for the vacant property grant to include the derelict uh, top-up amount to bring it to the 50000 Okay, and that's important to note. They do need to state that at the they outset. Do. They can't be looking for 30 and then come back later on and say, no, actually, I need an additional 20. That's right. And I suppose in the case of the top-up derelict grant being applied for, the applicant um, has to confirm that the uh, vacant property is also derelict. And I suppose what they need to submit with the application form there is um, an independent report prepared by uh, a qualified professional confirming, I suppose, that the property is derelict or, I suppose, if the derelict, uh, if the property is on our local authority derelict sites register, um, that's sufficient as well. Okay. Um, now, we have mentioned vacant properties, derelict properties, Carmel, but in terms of eligibility, is there a time period under which they would have to have been vacant or derelict? 
Yes, so the property has to be vacant for at least two years and I suppose the other requirement is that it's built before 1993. That's the current requirements of the scheme and look, the applicants will have a number of ways of trying to prove that it is vacant. Let's say if there's no electricity consumption on it, if the electricity was turned off a number of years ago, etc. So there are a number of ways of trying to indicate to us that it has been, that it meets those criteria. But they will they will need to show that evidence they that will, it was built yeah. pre-1993. I mean, some will be fairly um, well identified by the photographs or by yeah. a site visit that they've been empty for more than two years. Okay, um, and then Anne-Marie, uh, if someone has purchased or, or owns a vacant property, it's above a shop maybe, has residential accommodation above the shop, they're looking to use the residential part as their main principal private residence and then rent out the shop unit. Does that person in that scenario, qualify for the grant. Yeah, I might take that one, Alan. We've quite a number of vacant um, shop units, particularly older ones in some of our towns and villages. And this grant is aimed for the applicant to be able to make upstairs converted back into full-time residential use. And I think that's a particularly attractive element of the scheme. Um, in time, the lower part, the commercial part, might be even leased or bought to somebody else. But the grant is just focused on the upstairs. And, and I think that would be particularly good to bring people and life back into some of our towns and villages. So definitely we'll be promoting that element of the scheme as well. OK, is the grant then open to developers or those applicants who are looking to uh, refurbish the property and rent it out? Um, uh, no, Alan, it's primarily, I suppose, focused on home ownership. Um, so it's not open to developers to avail of it uh, under the scheme. Um, I suppose it's, it's individuals or households who intend using the vacant property as their principal place of residence. So primarily first time buyers, somebody who hasn't um, owned a home previously or who hasn't had built a house, uh, they would be um, eligible for it. Um, fresh start principle, those that may previously have owned a home I suppose, but um, their circumstances have changed so they may be separated or divorced yeah. they uh, would also be eligible I suppose, um, they just would have to show that they don't have a legal interest in the previous uh, home um, and then I suppose there's other categories of people who may own uh, a home who wish to sell that home and move to a vacant property and again we'd look for uh, confirmation I suppose that they're actively in the process of selling or have sold uh, their existing dwelling um, with a view to moving into the vacant property. Okay, if the applicant is not selling their previous property can they still apply for the grant? Look, they would it's aimed at home ownership so if they already own and live in another house that's a no I mean definitely I'm sure we're going to get applications for the nice scenic parts of the county um, for somebody who may be saying well look I'm going to move and I'm going to sell my house but the evidence has to be there that they are actually selling or downsizing I think it's a good opportunity that there may be people downsizing in a larger home but they actually have to show us that they are doing that Okay, we just mentioned a while ago that developers um, aren't, you know, aren't uh, eligible for the uh, the grant. So, who exactly is eligible for the vacant property refurbishment grant? Somebody who is buying or getting transferred a vacant or derelict property for use as their principal private residence. Home home ownership is what it's about. Okay, and you mentioned um, people who might be looking to buy, uh, move to a scenic area. So what parts exactly, what locations in the county are eligible for the grant? All the county is eligible for the grant. 
Okay. Yeah. It's so, fairly simple. <laughs> yeah, the whole, like, absolutely. And um, when the scheme came out first, it was focused on towns and villages, but it was extended to rural areas. And particularly in Clare, we all know where there are vacant properties in rural areas as well. So we very much welcomed that extension to the rural areas. Okay, so the grant itself has the the application uh, process opened. Uh, you know, have you have you been receiving many applications so far? Yes, we've nearly fifty applications to date, and we're nearly at the stage of having at least ten of those approved by hopefully the end of this week. Um, so that includes a site inspection to assess the property as well. So look, we're getting through them. What we're finding is not everybody has all the information in at the beginning. So there's a little bit of work in that, but we're getting through them and we'll be contacting anybody who has applied if they need to send in further information. Okay, so it sounds like you're moving fairly swiftly. Um, I'm just wondering then, how long does it take to A, apply for the grant and B, for the whole process uh, to be moved through and for the grant application to be either approved or denied or does that depend on the individual circumstances of the person and the property in question? Look, it depends, I suppose, first of all, on um, having a chat with us to make sure that they have everything ready when making the application because if we have to go back out for some proofs, as we discussed, that'll take a bit longer. Then we do our initial site inspection and um, we would give an approval in principle so that the person knows that they're they're eligible in getting the grant mm. and then they set about getting their detailed quotes and getting the work done and then there will be a number of conditions that they'll just we will have to see that it's you know ready and up to scratch for them to live in at the end and then we pay the grant so look I mean at the time it's probably even hard to get workmen and contractors so each project will be different but what we're trying to do we're open um, to talk to all people. We're having a series of workshops, walk-in clinics around the county over the next two weeks and um, people can come in and talk to us. We'll take them through the application form and try and make the process as easy as possible for them. And in terms of those information walking clinics, uh, then Carmel, are are there too many of them to, to, to mention or are people better best advised to go to the website to, to check out when and where those are taking place? Yes, yeah, so we've just done the press release on that this week but I'll just mention the two for next week um, over in our main office in New Road or County and Clore um, Monday from 4 to 7 and then in the Scarif area office um, which is beside Scarif Library on Wednesday from 4 to 7 so if we just take those two for next week um, but the full list will be on our website and on social media, etc. Okay, uh, yeah. where where can people find out more information and where should the applications for the grant be made to? Yeah, so Alan, I suppose there is a um, national campaign um, being run by the department at the moment uh, yeah. just to make, um, uh, I suppose, to create awareness around the grant. So they have a, a number, an 1800 number, a zero, 1800 where people, uh, members of the public can um, make general inquiries uh, on the grant and their eligibility criteria. And I suppose um, for members of the public who have maybe already submitted applications or who have specific inquiries, they can contact us uh, in Clare County Council uh, at vacanthomes at clarecoco.ie or I suppose 065-6846-221 and either myself or a member of the team will uh, you know, provide advice and support to them in relation to their application.